All right, Taylor, it's my favorite time of year where we get to look at a bunch of new stats when the match happens next week from when we're recording this episode. But let's give our listeners who are either going through it or thinking about the match, let's give them some of our predictions. I want to start by going back and reviewing real quick what we've seen in the past. Where have we been? Where are we now with the match? Yeah, so this is really kind of exciting so if you look on the National Matching Services ASHP Match Statistics website, and we'll link that in the show notes, the first thing that's on display is a graph on the homepage. And the graph can clue you into the overall, just what's happened over the last decade. And if we look back to 2013, we can kind of see there was about 4,500 people that had participated in the match. And then of those... Only about a little under 3,000 actually match to those positions. You can kind of get a gist of that from that standpoint. But then you kind of see these trends where the number of applicants participating in the match up until 2020 just steadily rose over the course of time. And while you see that the number of matches or positions filled kind of steadily increased as well, if you look a little bit closer at the numbers and dive into the data, you can kind of see there's actually been a downward trend from the beginning of the 2010s to 2020 in the overall percentage match rate. So it's gone from you know around 66% and kind of steadily decreased to about 60 or 61%. Now, the good news that we've seen and we've been excited about the last two years is that the number of applicants participating in the match has kind of decreased a little bit each year, especially this past year in 2022, but the number of matches or positions filled has gone up, therefore increasing that percentage that has matched significantly. So what do you think is going to happen this year, Sean? That's what I want to get to is what what do we think is going to happen? I want to get your opinion, though, on why it did that. Like you were saying, this Mm -hmm. graph, like right there at 2020, it plateaus. It just stops with the number of applicants participating. Plateaus, it is decreased, and then it drops. Why do you think we're seeing that? Yeah, so this is like a very loaded question because there's probably (laughs) a lot of things that contributed to that over the last couple of years. And we've kind of talked about this a little bit before on some of our episodes, but some will say it's from COVID. Others will say it's from other things. People just were not wanting to pursue residencies now. A lot of it, I think, is probably that we maybe not give enough credit to is that we kind of see the enrollment decline that has happened over the past five years or so kind of catching up with us. Those smaller classes, smaller admitting classes, that was happening, you know, around the 2016, 2017, 2018 range. Those people are graduating now. And so if there's fewer candidates overall or fewer graduates, there might be fewer overall applicants participating in the match. And from years past, there were still new schools that had opened that were graduating some of their first classes. And so that's probably why you saw that upward trend. So I think it's just leveling off here a little bit. And that's what I think it's mostly due to. I don't know that COVID 
Maybe it has something to do with it, but I don't think it plays as much as a role as some might think. What do you think? I mean, I agree. I think COVID might have been the explanation for why it plateaued between 2020 and 2021, because people who were going for those 2021 positions were talking to residents who had seen their entire residency program just get turned upside down because like, they were in patient care and all of a sudden they were going through these droughts of patient care, direct patient care, because they were shutting down the number of people that could see the patient. Pharmacy, yeah. unfortunately, was one of those professions where it was like, you don't really need to be in the room. Like We could argue all day long, yes, we think we need to be in the room but yeah. a, lot, a lot of institutions were like well pharmacy doesn't need to be in the room they can just call the patient yeah and maybe those applicants were thinking well i'd rather go out into the community where i can make more of an impact at this point mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. have more of that direct patient care make a difference in the pandemic and everything so i, I hadn't thought of it that way but that's a really well, interesting that's point just- that's just my 2020 explanation. Yeah, yeah. I anticipated it to actually go back up in 2022 after a lot of that stuff got resolved in 2021. So I like I assumed in 2022, from what I heard from places, a lot of that had normalized and they were doing the same sort of residency program. But the 2021 to 2022 drop, I agree with you. I don't think it's COVID. I think it's the, I think what we're seeing is that enrollment, especially when you go back and you think you see this widening, like when you're looking at this chart, the number of applicants is in the gap between number of applicants and position filled is widening since 2015. Like it's getting Mm -hmm. bigger and bigger every year. You still have candidates from that preceding year. You can actually look, if you're just a stats nuts and you have nothing to do and you want to keep yourself occupied this week, you know, dive into the numbers down here and look. But I think you've got a lot of people who weren't graduated, who had graduated in previous years who they didn't get a residency and it's been a year and now they're trying for it again. Yeah, And I think we dried up a lot of that pool in 2021 when it plateaued. All of a sudden, those folks had more success rates in getting residency. And I think that's a really small number. But I think in 2022, we didn't have a lot of people that were like, oh, I want to pursue this again, even though I didn't get it right after graduation with low enrollment. And that just accumulated in, wow, there's a lot less. Yeah. And I also think one other thing that I didn't mention, talked about before, is I think people are just being a little more selective about what they ultimately want to do. And there's potentially mentors that are being a little more direct or trying to guide students or potential applicants to a career path that might suit them the best. And so I think you got this kind of narrative pushed throughout like the 2010s before that even that everybody that goes to pharmacy school should have to do a residency. And they seem to push that a lot. I think people are kind of realizing that that's not necessarily the case. And students are being more selective about what career paths they end up pursuing. There's probably a lot more opportunities in other pathways that they are pursuing as well. Maybe fellowships, going straight into industry or something like that. If there's other just career paths that they could pursue that they wouldn't have to complete a residency for. That is what I'd like to think that we're doing better about pushing the right students towards it. Like that's, that's my dream. I have nothing to prove that, Right, but I would love to, I would love to know that we're, we're doing a better job as faculty like you and I, and just faculty across country about not saying like pushing students who really have no real goals or wanting to do residency into a residency because we feel like like it might force him into that. All right. So that's what we think has been happening and going over some of that stuff, but let's get into the, the really good stuff. What do you think is going to happen next Wednesday? I'm kind of looking forward to this more than any other match day ever, right? 
Well, yeah, because this will be our trend. This will solidify the trend, right? If it keeps yeah. going in the same direction, it will no longer just be an anomaly. So here's my prediction. I think that the number of applicants that participated in the match this year will go down. I think it'll go down again. Maybe not as much from 2021 to 2022, but I think it'll be a pretty you know, noticeable decrease. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think we're even into the years now that there's even more catching up with some of the pharmacy school enrollment. And if you look at enrollment trends from the past three, four, five years, it kind of steadily declined. So I think that we're going to kind of see that same trend here because I think the same proportion of the overall graduating class will potentially pursue a residency. And therefore, I think the number of matches will also continue to steadily steadily increase after we go through phase one and phase two. I think it'll probably be a similar trend to what we've seen. I haven't heard of a lot of new and upcoming programs, but there maybe some places are expanding a little bit. So I think that that'll kind of continue to be on the same trajectory. So I think we're going to see the trend materialize this year. What do you think? Well, yeah, I want to start with what you were saying about programs. I agree. I think the positions offered is going to maintain a growth, like it's going to grow. I don't know if it'll grow as much as it did between 2021 and 2022, but I think you're still going to see an increase since they filled every single position last year. And, you know, we've been filling every single position every year. We're not to the point where programs would be closing down positions on a large basis or across the country. They wouldn't be shutting down positions because they're not getting filled. They're still all getting filled, so I see that growing. I also agree that we're going to see, and we might be surprised, We it might tick back up, but I think it's going to drop again the number of applicants participating. And I think it for the exact same reasons. I think if you look at the enrollment trends, which we could have a whole episode on pharmacy school enrollment trends, but that's dropping each year. So statistically, there's less students graduating from pharmacy schools in 2023. So we're going to see that drop, but it looks almost like they're going to touch, you know, the number of positions is (laughs) going to be equal to the number of applicants. I agree with you. I think we're going to see it slow down in the decrease in applicants participating as in there'll be less applicants participating, but it won't be as big of a drop as it was from 2021 to 2022, which was, it was about a thousand, like a drop by almost a thousand. I don't think we're going to see a thousand. I think we'll see more like 500. And the reason is because I think a lot of students who last year thought this is so competitive, it's not worth it, are going to see like, oh, wow, my chances got a lot better this year, especially people if they've been listening to our podcast, they're going to be like, well, they're telling me the chances are better, which they are like based on to your trends, your chances are a lot better. I think some students who were on the fence and just didn't want to waste time are probably going to decide to look into some programs they hadn't looked into and apply for those. So we're going to see a maybe about a 500 person drop in applicants. And so I'm kind of just going back to the actual statistics here. So let's say, let's go back to 2019. Let's just look at PGY1's combined phase one and phase two applicants. Mm-hmm. In 2020, 2019, it was 64%. 2020, 63%. And that kind of keeps with that trend that we were mentioning earlier. It kept kind of gradually decreasing. So 63% was kind of the lowest it got. And that's pretty scary. If you think about almost 50%, so you get like a one and two shot of matching. In 2021, that's when it budged up a little bit to 65%. And then last year in 2022, that's when all things just went crazy and the match rate was 77%. So I'm I'm going to predict 80% this year. 
I, I hope we get there. Yeah, I like it. It would be great if this continues and it gets into the the med school level of matching, yeah. which is in the high 90s yeah. percentile. But med school, they regiment how many applicants they graduate because they ha- they basically have to have a residency program. So there's a little more restrictions in the medicine world than there is in the pharmacy world in terms of graduating applicants versus number of positions offered. Right. Well, we'll see next week. I guess we'll see some initial trends and then hopefully after phase two, we can come back again and kind of talk about these overall trends after phase one and phase two of the match. Yeah. And I would bet you money, but we both agreed. So, you know, the the spread would be terrible on that. I know. I know. (laughs) I thought we were going to like disagree and then we we could uh, put put some money on it. (laughs) Put a gentleman's wager on it. There you go. Yeah. Listen for our next episode, which we'll release next week. It'll be a short episode too, where we just kind of go through and talk about our impression of it and uh, and what it means for phase two of the match. Because we'll just get, you were saying, this is combined. Everything we've been talking about today is combined. So next week on Wednesday, we'll just have the results from phase one, which will look a little different than it will once they release the final combined phase one and two results. If you do not happen to match next week on match day, we wish everybody luck in doing that. And we hope that you match uh, in phase one. But if you don't, feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions. But listen for our an episode that we drop next week. That kind of explains what to do and we'll kind of go over some of the what some of the data and things mean moving forward and after some of the programs that are going to still be available, what that means. 